Hey folks, and welcome to Typology, the show in which we explore the mystery of the human personality through the lens of the Enneagram. My name is Anthony Skinner, and we have a hilarious show for you today, and an informative one too. So good. Leanne Deering, a four with a five wing, and Michelle Fortin, an eight with a seven wing, better known as Leanne and Michelle. Uh, These two are ridiculously hilarious. They have viral hits such as, look at what Joanna made me do. If you're my friend, then you'd buy this and the diet. They're all over YouTube, 40 million views, uh, attention from USA Today, the New York Times, Today, Southern Living. Um, And I'm telling you, they're just so funny and informative, like I said. Uh, And they've just recently launched a thing called the Enneagram Funnies. And it's already got like 134 million views. And it's it's so educational, but they do it in such a really, really smart way. Um, so you got to check that out. Enneagram Funnies on YouTube. They're with us today, Leanne and Michelle. We couldn't be happier to have them with us. We've been trying to hook this up for a little while. So I want to get to this interview ASAP. Without any further ado, here is the host of our show, Ian Cron. Leanne Deering, Michelle Fortin, welcome to Typology. Oh my gosh, are we really here? What is oh, happening? So excited. <laughs> Dude, if if Father Richard Rohr is the grandfather of the Enneagram, mm-hmm. like you're the cool uncle mm-hmm. of the Enneagram. Yeah, you guys give the best <laughs> Christmas gifts and you mm-hmm. say stuff like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love you guys, you're our favorite. <laughs> We're just like so excited to be here. <laughs> Well, we are so excited to have you. We are uh, big fans of your YouTube channel. Uh, you have like, what is it, 38 videos up, 40 million views. Yeah, our videos across all platforms. What is wrong platform. with you? Well, we're kind of a big deal. Yeah, across all platforms, we have 40 million views. Yes. We have like almost 50 dedicated just to the Enneagram. That's right. Really? Yeah. Really? That's the truth. Wow. God, I am so jealous, but I'm a four. <laughs> You're special, Envy. too. You're unique and very special. Envy. We would, well, thank you very much. We would love to have you in one of our Enneagram videos at some point. I think oh, you know my that. Gosh. I, th- I totally would love it. Okay, so make that happen. happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Well, let's see how this goes, because I may be in just horribly boring and awful. So let's see how this goes. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've got this really great green screen, and it has like different things in the corners. Tell me about what 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 is it in the corners? That's us. It's my okay, signature there mom you bun. Are. And then over here we have during acting studio in North Phoenix, where we are coming to you from on these fancy microphones that Leanne's husband has for his podcast. That's me and my husband's theater. And we are coming to you from what we call the podcast suite. Mm, It's very fancy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Green screen, special microphones, (laughs) et cetera. We need it. We need a suite. A suite. That's what we're missing. Yeah. You do. You do. But you have very lovely curated shelves behind you, Mm -hmm. which is impressive. I will say. Yeah, this is just <laughs> called my office. <laughs> Maybe I should just come up with something else for it, you know, yeah. like 
oficina especial or something like that you know <laughs> it sounds very sure. legitimate yes. spanish accents make everything better they do be honest. they really do <laughs> irish accents make everything better oh, my husband has a very good irish accent and i'm super into it <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like very super into it they do they do no i'm serious my husband and his cousin do a two-man long-form improvised play which long-form improv is a trip like if you haven't seen it it is so cool to see a play improvised that actually sounds wow. like a play you know anyway they do an irish show called boondocks and they put it up every year around saint patty's day it's pretty funny it is dark and funny so great wow well i is like that dark on YouTube? and funny what say that again? Is that available on YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah oh it yeah. is. Okay, yeah. yep. Oh, okay. During Studio we'll YouTube channel. Okay. During Studio YouTube channel. Yes, okay. Sir. Well, Michelle, you are an eight with a seven wing. Yes, I am. That's me. You are, and uh, Leanne, you are a four with a five mm-hmm. wing. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all are different. We are very different. Yeah, we are. We complement each other well. I would say that. Yes. Eights and fours, man, they often get along so well because you are both the most probably misunderstood numbers on the Enneagram. Are we? Oh, I know I am. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I would have always, and you know what, this is shame on me. Like this is me painting a type that is not me kind of with a broad brush, but I always assumed that an eight would like bust down the door and make their presence known and like make their wants clear. Is that we try? We do try to do that, but I think people hear the anger in our voice and the loudness, and they run away. Yeah, especially when is that what happens? Interesting. Sometimes. All right. Well, so here's a question. Let's say um, I had only known you for ten minutes. We're we're in a line at CVS. Let's 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 okay. Let's place it in a line at CVS. We talk for five or ten minutes, or maybe I just observe you in line for five or ten minutes, like. Michelle, how would I know you were an eight with a seven just by observing you, not not asking you? That's such a good question. Well, if the line was taking too long for not a very good reason, I would be shifting my yes. weight and huffing and puffing and uh-huh. kind of, you know, move it along. We've got places to be, things right. to do. Like an actual dragon. There like might that? be fire coming okay. from my mouth, actually. Cool. But if I was in a, if I was falling more on my seven wing, I might wave around, you know, turn around and smile and say hi and... All that, but yeah, no. For my just for well, my well, non my nonverbals, it would not take you long to figure it out, Ian. All right, all right, and 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 Michelle, what about you, Leanne? Oh, Leanne. Okay, I mean, oh, I mean, that's okay. Leanne, no, no, no. What about you? That's right. Were you, you skipping me for Leanne? That's fine. <laughs> I would probably. So if I'm with my children, that's different. If I'm with my kids, I'm in like in a high anxiety state because there's no three of them me. and they can run in every direction. So if there's if if that's the case. That it's a totally different experience of me. But if I'm by myself, oh, I'm staring off into space, like inventing some story or putting myself in the center of some like dramatic scenario or replaying uh, a confrontation that I had with someone earlier that I wish had gone differently. Like I'm just all <laughs> trapped up here usually. Up in your imagination, mm-hmm. wandering around in a dark neighborhood. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Right? Something like that. All right, so I always say about Enneagram 4s when I'm teaching live, I don't know if you can see this, but here's how you know, like, like if I have 100 or 1,000 people in a room and I'm teaching the Enneagram, mm-hmm. I say, here's immediately how you know you're with a 4. Can you see me? Yes, I can see you. Yep. 
Okay. They just stare off into the distance. Yeah. Out the window. As if they're in a drug rehab ad. The theme song to Dawson's Creek is playing in your head. This is why <laughs> This is why when we're traveling, Leanne's not allowed to drive. Okay? I drive, she stares out the window. <laughs> just start looking at those dots, those broken yellow lines, wondering what it all means. And I've missed my exit, and my eighth oh, friend is going to thrive. If you miss the exit, um, it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> this is why I drive. You know, Even if it's her know, car, I, I take a, the keys. I swear I missed an exit yesterday. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Yes. I missed an exit yesterday. Oh, and spirits. you're going to laugh when I tell you why. Because I was, this is the honest to goodness truth. I was kind of feeling sad that Prince died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, seriously! I just feel so seen and understood. No, seriously, I was like, "Little Red Corvette" came up on my playlist. I think you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, "Little Red Corvette," and I'm like, "He's a good voice." Oh, Prince! What a loss! I have cried before because I will never meet Angela Lansbury. I'll never meet her, and it's so upsetting. Like. I adore her. I don't know what it is about her. I adore her, and I'll never meet her. And I have legitimately cried over that before, like gotten worked oh, up. Man, you guys, odd. Meanwhile, I got the opportunity to meet Jewel, the singer. Just random, Ooh. random. She actually saved my son's life. This is a fun story. Tell it. Um, we Tell. were in Telluride, and we had. Um, she has a home there. I was vacationing there, and uh, we had taken our kids to an art class. And afterwards, there's this huge creek that runs behind the art place, and my toddler ran off and she came around she's I think that was your son that ran towards the creek and I'm like oh so I went and grabbed him and I came back to thank her and the news had just hit celebrity media which is my guilty pleasure mm-hmm. celebrity media yes that she was getting divorced and I proceeded then to give her marriage advice oh completely gosh. completely you know just you saved my son's life and I'm like that's great you should probably work on your marriage because the best thing for your son is for the two of you to stay I'm an eight. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I mean, I just wanted to get down to some really important things, obviously Enneagram related, but I just wanted to maybe start by asking you what prescription medications do both of you take? I just wanted to know if that was uh, Cold brew coffee is the primary one. Yes. yes. Intravenously. Yes. <laughs> Drip bags. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're moms so we have to regulate you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that. you know it's so funny I have a group of fours that meet on my porch mm-hmm. they're all songwriters or authors and we get together on my porch and they we drink exotic bourbons and uh, oh I don't I watch but uh, and <clears throat> smoke expensive cigars because this is all the things a four would do mm-hmm. and we literally ask each other questions like what prescription meds are you on? Oh, I love it. <laughs> Literally. That's a good friend. And we share very openly yeah. about about such things, you know. Yeah. Do you so, do you totally Leanne, abstain? Because the way you said that made me think that you're totally I uh, I have to. Yeah, me too. It's been almost 3 years I haven't had any alcohol because it our our feelings are already so here, right? That when I would right. drink, I'm like, oh, it makes the highs higher and the lows lower. And I don't like the way that feels anymore. And my husband, yep. who I'll get into in a little bit, I think he's a seven, eight wing, decided he was done with it. And I'm like, that would probably be a very healthy choice for you as well. I miss it sometimes, but I don't really think about it anymore, which is kind of nice. 
That is great. Yeah. So you yeah. just decided, you just you 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 hadn't reached the problem point yet. You just decided this is uncomfortable. I'm just going to stop. Yeah, there had been seasons in my life where I'm like, oh, you're not using it in a healthy way. So I'd sort of like dabbled with it in unhealthy ways in my 20s. Um, right. But no, I mean, like as a mom in my early 30s, I just realized it was a healthier decision for me to make. I just didn't moderate right. it very well, and so. The way you said right. that, I'm like, oh, he's got a similar. Yeah. He's got a. He's got the Connection. same thing going on. Yeah, All right. cool. <laughs> I had the same issue in my 20s, but um, there's a lot of it I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. You know, entire years are missing oh, uh, that other people know more about in my life than I do. So anyway, um, so how did you first learn about the Enneagram, and what inspired you to create? these incredibly funny videos. And also, yes. I might add, they're not um, like some of the stuff I see on the on the internet, which is so trivializing and, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it, it bums me out, right? I mean, there's legitimate teaching going on underneath the, the humor that y'all are doing, which is fantastic. Thank you. What, an what honor inspired to it? I mean, it was a pretty big commitment. So there's contention over this because I maintain that I introduced the Enneagram to Michelle. I introduced it to her. So this is this is a, this is a thing. <laughs> but I will tell you that your book, this book, I'm wearing oh. a dress to match the color of your book. Yes. I was going to say you accessorized. <laughs> such a fan. And the border, it's all there. It's all talking it's to all each there. other. It's so good. So I'm a homeschool mom, and we have a very nerdy um, book club called Scole Sisters, which uh, means restful learning. And so we all talk about the books that we're reading sort of at the top before we get into our homeschool stuff. And this book... The Road Back to You went through our group like wildfire. All of a sudden, I'm hearing these, women's, these women talking like, well, that's my eight wing. And I had no idea what they were talking about. Um, I was familiar with Myers-Briggs because I was a psychology major, but I didn't really find that to be a very helpful tool, to be honest with you. So finally, I read the book. Around the same time, Michelle maintains she found yes. the book. So I um, sit on the executive board of a company called City Mom Collective, and which is a basically a... a collection of a hundred mom websites across the country. And um, my friend Stephanie Fleece is the owner and she was talking about this in in the executive team and using language like, well, because I'm a three, I do this. And I think my four wing is coming out today. I'm like, what is this language you're talking about? And she said, you have to read the book because you're an eight. <laughs> And so I was told I was an eight before I picked up the book, but I only got, of course, through that chapter and realized very quickly that I am an eight. Mm -hmm. And then I, I thought, that I was telling you, you got to read it. and we, But we discovered it independently at the same time after we were already doing comedy together. Yeah. Um, so we, were, we already had a friendship and business relationship. And then we discovered the Enneagram. And then um, we... It found us at the right time. Yeah. Like, it really did. And, and we tend to just make comedy about whatever we're interested in. So very often that's motherhood, you know. Um, but then we both just became so... Obsessed. Fascinated. We have actually... Um, you guys, we have been on our local media here in Phoenix, and we started telling the news anchors during a live interview about, about the Enneagram. And it wasn't why we were invited <laughs> nope. on. We just started talking about it. And we just had to stop ourselves and be like, we're like missionaries right now. We we're Enneagram ev evangelists. <laughs> you cannot shut us up. Yeah. But you need to read the book. It was really embarrassing. Yeah. But anyway, so how we started on doing the videos. So we, uh, 
followed Enneagram and Coffee, which is a huge Enneagram account on Instagram. And we reached out to Sarah Jane Case and said, hey, you don't have any videos on your feed. Could we maybe do some funny Enneagram videos and you could share them? So that's kind of how, and she said, absolutely. So that's kind of how it got started mm-hmm. is we started doing them and then they just kind of started taking off and people loved them and we were having so much fun doing them. Fast forward um, to recent months, um, we were able to film them ourselves independently when we couldn't physically be together yeah. and then edit them and it just kind of became something that we could do quickly and turn around and, and people just really seemed to like them. Mm-hmm. So. We kept doing it, and we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, we are. Until we run out of topics, which will be never. I think you explained that beautifully. Thank you. You're welcome. I practiced. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Michelle, what do you love most um, about being an eight with a seven wing? And what drives you crazy about it? (laughs) Okay. What I love the most about being an eight seven wing is that I get stuff done. Um, there's no task that is impossible. Um, I, I see a no or a bar set as a challenge. And I usually always, I can't even think of an exception. I always get stuff done. And uh, that, that drive and ambition and just motivation is is great for the eight. Um, the, I love my seven wing has really the comedy brings that out and I love my relying on my seven wing for the comedy and it just makes me happy. (laughs) It kind of takes the angst out of that side of my personality and the seven wing just makes me really happy. Um, what I don't like about the eight is a couple things is, you know, I only see the world in black and white. It, it's almost impossible for me to see the gray and I married, um, a man who is a nine and he helps me see the gray. So I will often just call him up and say, Jason, I, I don't see the gray here. Help me out. <laughs> but it's really hard for me to just see that on my own. And then the other thing would be my emotions. Like you guys are talking about how often you cry. Like for me, like things just aren't that sad. Like let's get over it and move on. But being friends, such close friends with the four has really taught me to sit in that a little longer and become more comfortable with that. So that's a work in progress for me. But those are probably the two things I don't like about being an eight. Hmm. Okay, so um, my mom is an eight. Yes. Everyone on the show, who have, uh, regular listeners yes. know that my mom and my daughter are both eights. Mm-hmm. And I called my mom. I don't know if I've told this story yet, Anthony. Uh, I called my mom, you know, maybe back in March when the coronavirus came out. And she's 92. And I said, hey, mom, uh, have you been attacked by the coronavirus yet? And I could hear on the other end of the line, you know, she's, <laughs> you know, she's smoking a Pall Mall. And she goes, it wouldn't dare. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. He's no, not that is not an exaggeration. Yeah. She's an eight with a seven. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't dare. She's... <laughs> She so is astonishing. Yeah. All right, Leanne. Same question about four or five wing. Same question. What What do you love about being a four with a five wing? Which is what? <sighs> well, oh, the crazy abyss, the drop off. Yeah, the edge the of crazy despair. Ab- <laughs> yeah, the one where you're like leaning over, looking into Nietzsche. I mean, it's not a you know, it, it's a big, possibly dark place. But then again. Man, the best humor in the world is born out of some of those places. Yes. Have you ever heard Art Buckwald's um, great quote 
He says, if you want to be a great comedian, a great comedian, have a shitty childhood. Oh, no, but I, I, I did not. I had actually a very nice childhood. But, you know, it doesn't take childhood trauma. We, we come up with our own trauma, don't we? Like, yeah. I feel yeah, like we do create that's, it. I, want, I had an amazing acting teacher in Los Angeles named Larry Moss. He's just a phenomenally gifted uh, scene study teacher. And he liked to tell our class, if you survived through your teenage years, you are equipped with everything you need to play any role you will ever encounter. You've experienced mm. every strain of anger, shame, and you can manipulate all of that to help you in any script. So I, I really mm-hmm. do believe we, we come up with it on our own. But Ugh, my favorite, okay, my favorite thing about being a four, honestly, knowing that I was a four was one of the bigger gifts of my life um, mm. because I feel like I have been freed up to be friends with myself in a mm. new way in my 30s. I, I completely lost friendship with myself in my 20s. And so I've learned to see that there, learning that there's nothing deficient, nothing unique, and sort of just slowly, I'm so glad you called it a road in your book title, like slowly dethroning myself from the center of every narrative and every story ever been told has been so freeing. And now I feel like I'm free to enjoy some of the quirky, beautiful things that come along with it and steer into the skid sometimes. Like as a homeschool teacher, I love that I am always, I'm always exposing my kids to artists and musicians and like there will be no lack of that in their life and in their education and that's a gift that's a very significant thing to have someone reading out loud to you at a young age um so all of that I think is beautiful um the hard thing and this won't come as a surprise is I feel like I just get stuck here that's still the battle I I've made choices in my life that de-amplify some of this now and that really helps I've you were teasing me Ian about my like all white bedroom When was he in your bedroom? No, yesterday during the pre-call. I just want to clarify for everybody listening, he was not actually in your bedroom. Thank you. That's a good thing to clarify, actually. Um, Thank you. It's just like white and minimal. (laughs) They could have been inside I flew back late last night from Phoenix. Whoa, what a day. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Now I'm blushing. Good, you see it? Yeah, you see it. (laughs) I'm blushing a little bit. Um, everything in my house is really minimal and like, I just try to set myself up with good patterns to, to keep this here. You know, we just Mm. try to like keep it on a more manageable wavelength. Um, but yes, I still find I get stuck up here sometimes. I'm still prone to that inactivity, that withdrawing. Um, that's, that's a thing I don't care for. She does do that. I, I was, uh, I was in a lunch yesterday with my sponsor from this 12 step group that I've been in for decades now. Mm -hmm. And um, one of his pieces of advice, and he's an artist as well, right? Uh, And he, but he's got more years than I do. And super smart guy. And he said, you know, Ian, just try to stick in the middle of the boat. Yes. You know, just just <laughs> yeah. try to stay in the middle of the canoe. You know, mm-hmm. if you go too far forward, the back goes. You know, you're gonna. You know, because he's seen me tip. Yeah. You know, and it's not a good thing when I tip. You know, and uh, I thought, man, I'm gonna remember that. Try to stay in the middle of the boat because as in my 20s, I was this. Mm-hmm. You know, really like this, and sometimes just like that for long periods yeah. of time, or you know, uh, and. You know, um, I've I've had to learn over the years that, and maybe this is the sort of the physical sign of growth or of growth is that you know you get to be my age and now it's a little bit more like this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of you know craziness. Right. You know, it's just like well, you know, 
day-to-day learning that, yeah, it's 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm having a crappy day, and but at 1 o'clock this afternoon, I may get a call and be having a fantastic day. Yeah. So who knows what's coming next, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, as a four with a five wing, mm-hmm. you said, I get stuck up here. Yeah. Right? And most fours would go, I get stuck down here. Hmm. Right? Interesting. In the heart. Mm-hmm. And but you put you you went up here, which makes me think. Okay, were you talking about your imagination, or were you talking about your uh, sort of uh, discursive analytical thought processes? You know, like a five would. Honestly, were you talking I, about imagination or, or an, an analytical thinking? That's a good question. I, I think it's probably more imagination, replaying things that went poorly, um, like just getting stuck in the. I guess head and heart for me are interchangeable a little bit uh, in that way. Cause like once I'm up yeah. here, it's fantasy land, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah. Sh- should we tell them the story about how you, we discovered you have a five wing? Sure. If you want to. <laughs> and, and this, and I mean, we, it was a, it was a dual effort. So Leanne claimed initially to not have a wing. She was the strongest four you'd ever met. Four and, with a four uh, wing. Four with a four wing. Exactly. And, and I didn't disagree, but we, we had a trip to California mm-hmm. for a show and we actually took our kids into Disneyland. It was really mm-hmm. fun. Well, of course, I drove her minivan because that's what I do. And we're driving back. So it's about, what, six-hour drive? Something like that. And I mentioned at the beginning of the drive, this was two years ago, maybe, that, that I, had never I, heard, I had never heard a note of the musical Hamilton. And she gasped for air, and then she proceeded to play the entire three-hour musical soundtrack for me, pausing at every song to set the scene, tell me the historical context, talk about the different relationship development. 1776. (laughs) New York City. (laughs) Pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? That depends who's asking. Oh, sure, sir. See, here I'm we Alexander go. So, Hamilton. I'm at your service, sir. Yeah. I have been I'm so sorry. You. I'm so sorry, guys. I just, <laughs> I tapped it for one second and she could not hold it back. It's my heart. I love that show. <laughs> so we pulled back into Phoenix and I looked at her and I said, well, now we know your wing. <laughs> it's five. <laughs> so dorky. Yes. Yes. So I'm a four with a, I used to be a four with a very heavy three wing hmm. and as I've gotten older, you know, I've, my wing has kind of migrated over to five, which, you know, is not an unusual thing. Um, and one of the things I've loved about the Enneagram is uh, that you can actually consciously choose which wing you need to be in at the moment. Hmm. You know, like most people think, okay, this is just a static deal. I'm a five, you know, I'm a four with a five, period. It's like... No, in fact, right now, I'm being more four with three with you. Hmm. I mean, I just know I got to turn my three on when I do typology, Sure. right? Mm -hmm. When I'm writing a book or I'm doing something else, I literally consciously go, okay, five, don't fail me now. You know, it's like I got to go into a different zone. And I do think that, you know, we don't have to, we might do that unconsciously, but it's actually really helpful to know. I do have an option here to move into my other wing space Mm. and draw energy and resources from it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, have you guys ever thought of that or have you always just sort of thought thought of that as just sort of a static signifier? I'm a four with a five, period. Oh, I think I agree with you and I'm not ever going to disagree with you on the Enneagram, just for the record. Just for the record. Cool Uncle Ian's always right. (laughs) Always right. Um, But I do, my nap game can be strong. 
Um, so I do definitely um, love my nine wing. You do love naps. You <laughs> do. Love naps. You love naps so much. You're right. I hadn't <laughs> thought of that, but you're right. Yes. So yeah, I I I, lo- I love to lean on my nine wing when I need a nap. And your seven wing is you. so loud through your improv and yeah. your creative endeavors and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I think I've leaned on my three. I leaned on my three wing in my twenties when I was first starting out as an actress and I was auditioning for the first time. I was in the room with big clients and I I think I probably did rely on it in my twenties and I've shifted in my thirties. But you force me back into my force is an aggressive word. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You guide me back into my three wing power mm-hmm. when you force me to have deadlines and things force like that. Force, I say, I'm sorry. You're not forcing me when you encourage me to a deadline or things like yes. that. Cause that's not natural to me. Oh, like, however, we have learned over time to play off of each other's strengths. So she probably has to rely less on her three wing because she has an eight business partner. That's true. Who can get stuff done. I don't mind, you know, doing a lot of the more mundane things or, just getting stuff done, setting deadlines for us, keeping our calendar, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, because I know you can't or you won't. <laughs> shan't. Could. And also because control. <laughs> if I can be in control, I'm in my happy place. <laughs> okay, so for both of you, question. How has... The Enneagram, outside of what you've done on YouTube, which is amazing, bringing humor to what could be uh, a system, a personality typing system that takes itself too seriously. Like, I've met some people who are into the Enneagram, and they're, like, kind of bummers. You know what I mean? Like, they're, like, it gets into this space where it's, like, they're so earnest and serious about it. And I'm, like, you know, there's kind of a funny side to this deal, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's... These low resolution pictures of people's interior worlds, let's face it, there are some parts of it in the extreme that are very, very funny. Mm-hmm. And if you can't laugh at yourself, there's some pathology involved. Yeah, exactly. right. Oh, yeah. So, sure. so, like, here's the deal How has it changed your life and transformed you? Okay, so as as a four, we know one of the things that we're guilty of a lot, gentlemen, back me up on this, is we we are comfortable playing victim, right? Like a lot of times I'll mm. interpret things people say or do, expectations as aggression. And all of a sudden I'm weaving this exciting narrative where I'm being picked on and I'm they just don't understand me. Um, and really getting to read about the other types and helping to get behind their eyes has been so useful in taking me out of that role. Because that is just it's just not a helpful role for life. It doesn't get anything done. It doesn't accomplish anything. There may even be circumstances where you are the victim. And guess what? It's not too helpful to stay there for very long. It's okay to acknowledge it. Let's acknowledge the pain. But then a healthy four, an integrated four, is going to also learn to let's move toward our one. Let's do the next right thing here. Um, so I would say that, like, it has helped to launch me out of the victim space by understanding like everyone's just got these motives. They're trying to attain love and integration and respect and all the same things that I want. They're just going about it a different way. And having an eight that I am so close to now, um, you have freed me up to see conflict not as this terrifying thing anymore it's a very safe place and for Michelle it's actually a place of intimacy like if I give her a pat answer that's like like it's like I might as well slap her and it could be anything from like do you like this dress or do you like this bit of writing if I say like yeah I can see in her eyes like tell me the real full honest truth she wants to know she wants to hear all of it I do I want Um, all the information so yeah that's my long-winded answer 
So uh, I, at the risk of sounding like a dramatic four, I, I do need to tell you the Enneagram has completely changed my life. Understanding it mm-hmm. has um, just opened my eyes to obviously learning about myself. Uh, I do carry a lot of guilt, uh, actually, after discovering the Enneagram for how I was an unhealthy eight, particularly in my 20s. I was a journalist and I, I just was a little probably too aggressive <laughs> in certain situations. <laughs> and um, so I do carry some guilt about that, but the the level of understanding I have for myself and why I am the way I am and the decisions that I make and how I approach relationships is just so eye-opening. It's it's changed uh, my marriage. Um, it's helped me understand my nine husband who I used to think couldn't make a decision to save his life. But now I realize I make decisions like that and he just needs a little time. Mm. And that right. has been life-changing for my marriage. And, and also my friendship with Leanne and our business partnership, I, we, we kind of had a rough patch right before we discovered the Enneagram Mm -hmm. and, and, and she was going into her hidey hole and I was chasing after her, which she didn't want. And, and it got, but then once we started realizing kind of our strengths that the Enneagram and our numbers and understanding that it really just helped us kind of settle down, I think, and and come to a mutual understanding. And then I don't, I don't really want to be friends with anyone else unless I know their number because I just, it helps me understand um, them better. And we have a little, I feel, advantage over other people because we play these roles. So we have right. our numbers that we play on the internet. Right. <laughs> and um, and we get to really study those numbers and kind of pretend to be those mm. numbers. So I feel like we even have a better understanding of people where they're at because of that. Yeah. Mm. You know, that has such an unusual, I've never really thought of this, but a great exercise, and I'm going to write this down somewhere, a great exercise on a retreat weekend that I lead or a workshop is to challenge people over the course of nine days to try and be all nine types. Mm. Like in other words, just to get, just okay, today I'm going to try to live in the shoes of a two or a seven and just see how it goes. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the other eight types. That's and good. you actually have had the experience of having to research and get into other people's shoes in a way that other people just observe other types. But to say today... I'm actually going to try to be that type and experience the world the way that they do. Mm -hmm. That would be really powerful. Michelle and I will come to your retreat and we'll do a little improv seminar and everyone can do open scene work as the different types. Yes, we actually... I love it. We want to do an improv live show where we are in a scene together improvising and then a director tells us, okay, go to seven. And then we automatically have to switch oh. our character to the next Enneagram mm-hmm. number and, and go back oh, and forth. That We're workshopping it. Can, like, can I be, be? Can, no, no, no. I want to be the director. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Oh. Put me on a plane. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope you've enjoyed part one of our two-part series with Leanne and Michelle. Make sure you join us for part two next week. That's it from us here at Typology. This is Anthony Skinner signing off. Have a fantastic week, folks. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.